This morning's message, I, I'm actually going to be speaking out of, um, out of 1 Peter verse 5 to 7, which is um, casting all your anxiety and your cares onto God because he cares for you. But before we do that, um, the title of my message, if anybody's taking notes, which I can see some, you, you must be on your notes because I know you are, yeah, <laughs> um, is giving it over to God. And so before I even get stuck into my message, there's a few things that I think we really need to give over to God this morning. Uh, firstly is some health within our congregation. So Monica and Dean aren't overly healthy or well at the moment, and I thought, you know, let's, we'll gather together and we'll pray for them. Uh, the other thing is, which is very exciting, is our um, planned Christmas carols in the park for the 9th of December. And so that's all starting to, to get moving. We've got a production sheet up and running now, and um, Ash is going full steam ahead, and we've got marketing stuff happening. So we really want to lift that up. Uh, and give that over to God, because we really are believing that, you know, this is, this is going to be a catalyst for, for us and for not just our church, but the other churches in Omokoroa, to really let people know in this community, you know, we're here, and it's important that you come and gather and corporately worship. Um, and then the third thing I want to pray for, as we were worshiping and we were just singing about that revival song, um, I just really, my spirit just really stirred to say, there are so many people here in Omokoroa that have been to church that are Christian, but they don't come anymore. And since COVID and that, that wonderful sea disease um, sort of spread throughout and, and people's patterns just got thrown out of whack. You know, we, we don't make it a commitment anymore. We don't make it a priority. We sort of do our own thing. And I thought, we need to pray for that. We need to pray for people to say, look, you don't have to come religiously every Sunday, but come and corporately gather because it's important. It's healthy. Um, it's scriptural, and I think we really need to to pray that um, as a church and believe for that to to come through. And I think we will start to see more and more people come, which is which is really cool. So, Lord, this morning my message is giving it over to you, and we want to give these three things to you today, Father God. We lift up Monica and Dean, Lord, such an amazing um, couple for our church, Lord, such foundational. Um, people, Father God, and Lord, we just thank you for who they are, and we just um, commit their health to you right now. In your name, Jesus, we speak healing, and we ask, Lord God, that um, there will be healing uh, through this day and through this week over them. Father, we thank you for them, and we thank you for the blessing that they are to each and every one of us and to the church. Lord, we also want to commit and give it over to you, our Christmas carols in the park, Lord God, and we thank you for uh, the opportunity opportunity that we have to put this event on, Lord God, for the entire community. And Lord, we just ask and pray that that entire field will be full of people, Lord, coming together to, to just worship you, Lord, to commune together, Lord God, and um, just really celebrate um, the meaning behind uh, Christmas and it's your, this, the birth of your son. And Lord, we also uh, just give it over to you, Lord God, our community here in Omokoro, this entire peninsula, each and every person, Father, that's in their homes, Lord, that um, they know you, Lord God. But they're not coming back, Father God. And we just pray that um, you'll just stir in their spirits and in their hearts and in their minds, Lord God, that um, you know whether they come here to C3, whether they go to the community church, Lord God, or the Baptist church, it doesn't matter. But let them come together, Father God, and come back to you and come back to the heart of worship, Lord, to corporately gather together. In the name of Jesus, we give it over to you and we hand it to you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So 1 Peter verse 5 to 7 says, cast all your anxieties over to him because he cares for you. Now recently, and I always, I always have a reason why I 
think of a particular topic. And I've just been thinking over the last few weeks about the people in our lives. Looking at all that's been going on, you know, everybody sees we're busy, we're busy, life is just full. It doesn't matter what age and stage you are, everything's full. And I was thinking about each person, like the people that I've met, that I've met with, that I've encountered through the week, and I was actually just pondering some thoughts like, what's going on in their world? Like, I know what's going on in my world, and I semi-know what's going on in Ruth's world. <laughs> well... Yeah, hopefully more than seven. Um, we do, we do. Um, but you know, like, what's going on in their world? What are they actually facing? Um, and how are they facing it? You know, we all are coming across different things, and we all face it very differently. Like, what is challenging people? What is challenging us? Is it things like your sickness? Is it things like doubt? Is it um, troubled relationships? Is it work? Is it family? Is it children? And you know, that list can go on and on and on and on. And it got me pondering and got me thinking and it got the old brain juices thinking, you know, when we come across these challenges in our lives, what is the first thing that we actually do? What is the first thing that we tend to do when we go, oh, I've come across the situation. Do we, you know, rattle off in one different way? Do we try and overcome it from lessons that, you know, we've learned in the past because I've been through that situation before, this has worked and I'll do it again? Um, and we just jump straight, in, straight into it, or are you like me and you try and take control of a situation and you work at it as hard as you can until it either makes you feel better or it actually comes right, either way? Or um, do you speak all kinds of profanities over the situation and you, know, you hope that it'll make things better? It certainly sometimes makes you feel better because you've got it off your chest. <laughs> but what's your first reaction when things don't go the way that you had it planned? What's your first reaction when things don't go the way you want it to go? And what's the first thing that you should do or that you do before you actually start doing it? See, if an example is if your children are misbehaving, if you know, they're unruly and you go, you know, you, everything is failing, do you then eventually give it over to God? Or, is it, or when do you actually decide that you should give it over to God to say, you know what? I give up. I put my hands up in the air. It's yours now, Lord. So this morning, hopefully, I'm going to encourage you that before we do anything else, before we take a step, before we take a breath, before we do a word, we focus on giving it over to the Lord, giving it over to God. Because what does Scripture actually really tell us? It says, by prayer and petition, present your requests to God. That's what I've already shared. I've got... Five top verses in, this, in the Bible, and this is one of them. Um, Philippians 4 verse 7. Do not be anxious about everything, but in... Oh, not those slides yet, sorry, Michelle. <laughs> Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, if you look at this verse in Philippians, it actually echoes the entire the idea of taking our anxieties over to God in prayer and experiencing his peace. It underscores the importance of trusting in God's care. You know, and in every situation, that is just what we have to do. We have to trust in God's care. Um, last year when Nate was really unwell and you know, we had lots of people all around the world with everybody in our church, everywhere around the world praying for him and praying for us as a family. You know, the doctors were doing their thing and we were left really with only one option because no one knew what was going on. 
And we had to give Nate and his health over to God. We just had to put up our hands and go, it's yours, Lord. We needed to trust in the sovereignty of God, and we needed to cast our anxieties over to him. Ruth and I needed to do that. We needed to trust and we needed to believe that whatever the outcome was, you know, God is and always has been and always will be in control. Amen. So no matter what the outcome is, God always remains sovereign and he always remains in control. However, the challenge for all of us is whether it's today or sometime in the future is to ensure that we do hand it over to God. You know, not as a last minute effort of desperation to go, I don't know what else to do. I have to give it to you, Lord. But that we do it in the first instance. And hindsight's always a wonderful thing, right? (laughs) Cast your anxieties over to him. I'm not sure about you, but when I picture casting, I liken it to a fisherman casting his net over the sea, right? Because it doesn't, it's not just one single line for the fishermen out there, not one single line, or if you like me, you have three lines in the water, um, but you're actually casting a net, you're entire it over the pool of worry, you're casting it over the pool of anxiety, and you're casting it, all of your cares onto him, everything that you have. And the beauty is, is that he wants us to. And he encourages us to. And what an amazing picture of our Heavenly Father, you know, that no matter what, we can cast all of our cares, all of our burdens, all of our worries, everything we have onto him. Everything. So if we take a look at this verse from Peter and we dive a little bit deeper into it, you know, it's quite a powerful and comforting verse from Peter's first letter. And it's only a really short single verse that's very profound, that the message, it speaks to the depths of our souls. It encourages us. It offers us hope. It offers us peace. And it also gives us guidance in the midst of all of life's challenges. The verse is also a promise that Almighty God will receive our worries and he will cares about them and he will carry them for us because he is trustworthy to handle them in the best way that he knows possible. See, Peter's words are actually a commandment to us to hand over to God our worries and our cares because it's never been God's intention for us as his children to live under the burden of worry, to live under the burden of anxiety. That was never his intention. So as always, I like to analyze things. For some reason, God blessed me with that lovely brain to analyze stuff. And I always look behind the context, behind the message, and why Peter wrote this instruction to us and to the people of the time. He, Peter instructs us to face life by trusting in God. If you look at the previous verse, before this one, it talks about humbling ourselves before God and before one another and trusting in him. See, if we understand the context and we dive even deeper into it, we need to first know the context in which it was written. Peter was writing to a group of Christians who were facing a lot of trials, a lot of persecution, and a lot of suffering. Like, I don't know if I could have lived in those early first church days, <laughs> seeing what was happening to the early church. Goodness gracious. But you know what? Under pressure, it grew, and it was amazing what they, what they did. See, they were going through some incredibly difficult times, more so than what we go through. And Peter's letter was intended to encourage and to strengthen their faith. In the preceding verses, Peter speaks about humility 
and he speaks about submission and he speaks about resisting the devil and resisting temptation. He acknowledges that the enemy is out there to seek to devour us, but he instructs us to be vigilant, to stand firm and to stand strong in the promises of God. And within this context of adversity and spiritual warfare, that Peter offers a beautiful invitation for us to cast our anxieties upon the Lord. Pretty cool. So now let's go look at it even further. So we're going down deep tonight, or today, sorry, not tonight. <laughs> as I alluded earlier, I envision this casting as like throwing our net over the waters, casting all of our cares, all of our burdens, all of our worries onto God. However, what do the three elements of this verse actually speak to and speak about? The first aspect is cast your anxieties onto the Lord. You know, this phrase implies a deliberate action on our part. We have to take a step forward and do something. You know, we are called to take the worries, the fears, the burdens, anything that weighs us down, and we have to intentionally cast them out to God. We have to do it. He's not going to do it for you. You have to submit yourself, humble yourself, and go, Lord, I have to throw this over to you. And I think, you know, for those out there that are like me, where you have an ins of control in your life and you like to control things, that's a hard step to take. But you have to do it. You just have to submit yourself to him. It's an act of surrender. It's an act of surrender that when we release that grip and we release the anxieties we have on our hearts and on our minds, we've released it, it's given, it's gone. The second part of that verse is on him. So if we look, we casted our anxieties. Now, where are we putting it? We're not throwing it onto the floor. We're not throwing it into the ocean and catching some fish. We're throwing it onto God. We are instructed not to cast our cares onto anything or anyone, but onto God himself, because he is the source of our strength, and he is the refuge that we can take in our times of trouble. And the last comment on that verse is, because he cares. So we said what we have to do, who we have to do it with, and we go, well, why? Because he cares. This is the heart of the matter. The reason we cast our anxieties onto God is because he cares deeply for us. The creator of our universe. You think, like, I, I think sometimes as humans we kind of picture God in a box and we sort of make him do our will. But we've got to remember, he's the creator of the universe. And we take a step back, we're in this insignificant spot. And he is bigger than that. But he cares deeply for us. You know, he's the one that knows every star by name. He cares for you individually and he cares for me. His love is boundless and his compassion knows no end. And that's encouraging. See, the insurance of God's care for us is what makes this verse so profoundly comforting. In a world where we are filled with uncertainty, we're filled with pain, with heartache, we have got a God who is, cares for us intimately. And he wants to care for us intimately. He wants to know you and he wants you to know him. His care is not based on any of our performance. It's not based on what we can do on our acts, our merits or our achievements. It's actually based on his unchanging nature as a loving and compassionate father. That's what it's based on. And so when we cast our cares onto our Father, it means that we bring our worries over to Him. It means that we bring our burdens to Him in prayer, that we trust that He hears us and He is capable of carrying them for us. 
it means that we're releasing the need to control everything. You know, that element of holding on, going, I, I can do this, I can fix it. No, you've got to release it. can't control it. You can't control everything in your lives. And it is acknowledging that God is ultimately in control of every situation. And it means finding peace and rest in the midst of all of life's storms, knowing that we are held in the loving hands of our Heavenly Father. And it's just resting in that. No matter what happens, we just have to rest in the fact that we are held by His loving hands. See, Peter, in the first this letter of Peter, it's not the only place where we find ourselves being encouraged to lean on God either. As I mentioned earlier, God has always had our best interests at heart. And we can see this all throughout Scripture. Now we can have the next slide. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, uh, it says, Come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Sorry, I hope you can see that small font. Um, Take my yoke and upon you and lean fr- learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In this passage, Jesus invites us to come to him and find rest from our burdens. And it complements Peter's letter by illustrating how God cares for us by offering us rest and relief from our anxieties. In Psalm 55, it says, Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. This Old Testament verse emphasizes the act of casting our cares upon the Lord because his promise is there to sustain us. It's there to hold us together. And as I mentioned, one of my top five, Philippians 4, 6 to 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and by petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This verse of Philippians echoes that idea of taking our anxieties to God in prayer and experiencing his peace. And in Psalm 34, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. This passage just continues to reaffirm God's attentive nature and his willingness to hear our cries. It encourages us to cast our cares upon him. And lastly, Isaiah 41. So do not fear, for I am always with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. It reminds us of God's constant presence and his commitment to strengthen and uphold us in times of anxiety and in times of fear. So you can see there's a consistent theme throughout the Bible, not just Peter's letter, but all throughout the Bible, a theme that God's care is there. His invitation has always been there to cast our cares upon him and the promises of his peace and of his support. He's not going to let us just sit there. This reassures us that the message that Peter has written is not just isolated, but it harmonizes itself with the broader teachings all throughout the scripture and especially the teachings of Jesus which I find quite profound Hmm. so after all of this analysis which yeah I love to do um, how do we cultivate a behavior of application 
That's great, Sean, you've analyzed it, you've done it, you've done our job for us, but now, so what? How do we apply it to our lives? You know, how do we reflect on 1 Peter 5-7, to and how can we apply this trust every single day to our daily lives? And unfortunately, it's going to take effort. Everybody here knows that I love to run. I can't just turn up and run a marathon. It takes effort. I have to get out there and try, and I have to train. Charlotte's going to run a half marathon with me, and she's going to not, she says she won't train, but she will. <laughs> So, you know, how do we apply this aspect of trust to our daily lives? And I've broken it down into four very easy steps. Very simple, very easy. The first one, pray with sincerity. Pour out your heart to God and entrust Him with your worries and with your fears. If there's one little thing that you're holding on to, well, you haven't poured out your heart. You haven't let it go. You're still trying to control something. You've got to give it all. You've got to cast the whole thing. The second aspect is cultivate a habit of surrender. Letting go of the desire to control every aspect of your life. And for some, that's a lot harder than others. The third aspect is meditate on God's character. Remind yourself of his love. Remind yourself of his faithfulness and that he cares for you. And you know, when you do start doing these things, doubt may creep in. You might have a voice come over your you're conscious and go, no, 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 you know, don't do that. You remind yourself of who God is. Remind yourself of his promises. And the all promises are what? Yes and amen. <laughs> and fourthly, encourage other people to do the same. You know, offer a supportive and empathetic shoulder for anybody else that might be struggling out there. Because you can help them to overcome some of these fears and these anxieties too. So here we see in 1 Peter 5.7, we have an invitation to experience God's care in a very deeply personal and transformative way. It's an invitation to exchange our anxieties for his peace, our burdens for his strength, and our worries for his loving embrace. So if we, live, if we live our lives with the assurance that we serve a God who cares for us, who loves us, and wants the best for us, and that we can find comfort, hope, and a renewed faith as we do cast all those anxieties over to Him. I am going to ask um, our lovely worship team to come up and give me a nice backing track. <laughs> Ruth's looking at the back. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just wanted to take this morning as an opportunity. You know, as I said earlier, everybody is going through something. We, we all do. And I don't know what's going on in your world. You don't know really what's going on in my world. But there are things that, goes on, that is going on in everybody's world. And we're going to enter into a time of worship. You know, we, we, we traditionally do have a final song to send us going out into a time of worship but I want to extend an invitation over to everybody here this morning if there are things that are weighing you down if there are things that you know you feel that the weight of the world is just sitting on your shoulders and you're going goodness gracious me I I, I can't get it off that you've done everything possible you can do but there's still one thing just one thing that's left for you to do and that is just giving it over to God you know, there's an opportunity for us to do that. 
we can, we can open the altar if you feel want, if you want to do that. If it means that you just physically need to do an action, like I just did, of casting your cares out there and go, it's all gone, I've released it. I've done the action, Lord. <laughs> now come. Um, that's up to you, you know. Then just do that, whatever you feel you want to do. If it's just laying your hands out, that's fine. Lay it out. Put it over there. If it's kneeling down in submission, and you know sometimes that act of kneeling and submitting, you know, whatever it is that you need to do today or this morning, then you just do it. We're in a safe place. There's no judgment, no condemnation. This is your time to worship your Lord and hand over your anxieties and your cares. And if you want prayer, we, we can stand here and pray with you too. You know, remove the you in this situation and replace it with him. Okay? Come and cast your cares onto the Lord of Lords because why? He cares for you. Whether you want to do it now in your seats, whether you want to do it standing up, or whether you want to do it in the front, the invitation is here. All you need to do is respond to that invitation, however you want to respond. So Lord, as we enter into this time of worship with you, as we enter into this time of just connecting with you, Lord, we want to thank you for your love, Father God. We want to thank you for your sovereignty. And we want to thank you that you deeply care so much for us. That this morning, Lord, we want to cast all of our cares onto you. We want to cast them, Lord, with our prayers. And Lord, as a united petition, we sign a petition, Lord, to get things changed. And this morning, Father God, each and every one of us standing together, assigning that united petition to change something in our lives. And we ask that you'll do that for us, Father God, that we present our cares to you. We present our worries to you, Father God. We present our burdens to you, Lord. And with thanksgiving, Father God, and with humility, Father, we receive your peace that will transcend all understanding. Thank you, Lord.